The man, the myth, the legend has returned from the flu DL. Tim Rosenthal from Bruins Daily and BruinsDaily.com joins us today. Just in time for the playoffs. Tim, welcome back. Eh, great to be back. Although, like I told you earlier, I think I'm going to be a little bit rusty, so you guys are going to have to bear with me like an injured guy coming back on the ice. <laughs> we know you're up to the task, though. Yeah, we feel we feel confident that things are going to be all right. What um, you know, coach was telling me this morning that Donato is not going to play in in game one. What are your thoughts on that? if it's the case of him struggling or uh, the Bruins just wanting a little bit of a veteran presence to start the playoffs which uh, Gionta and Wingle's brains. Now um, with Rick Nash about set to return someone was going to have to be the odd man out and whether or not where you would put Donato whether you put him on the third line or fourth line now would be a, a big question for that and um, I don't know uh, what his if his role is best suited for bottom six if he or rather uh, staying with Krejci and um, DeBrusque or maybe even David Backus. But uh, it's also to counter the Leafs bomb six as well, uh, which um, even with Donato, they'd still have a little bit of an advantage on the bomb six, but I think they want a little more size, a little more grit, and a little more veteran leadership. Now, that's not to say uh, Cassie might change his mind and put Donato in because they could uh, use him on the power play. He would be fun. I think he would be bumped back up to the back down to the second power play unit with uh, Nash returning because Nash would give them that first power play unit a big body, which I think they uh, can certainly use against the Leafs. Uh, but well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it doesn't seem to me that uh, Donato's uh, more of a finesse guy. The fourth line is those guys are in there for defensive purposes to kind of rile things up and to really be aggressive, and that. Not sure that's his style. So, like you say, he's probably doing that for some veteran presence and to and to uh, put a defensive group on him with that fourth line. And that's not to say that Denard won't see any time in this series at sure. all. Maybe he's given the uh, Tyler Sagan treatment from uh, 2011, where they know he's um, going to be the extra skater and he'd be the next man up uh, given any injury. And when we saw Bergeron go down in the um, second round, that's when Sagan uh, stepped up and uh, really earned his uh, spot in those first two games against the Lightning. I, don't, I think he might have only missed one another game after that, but um, yeah, it's not a bad spot uh, for sure, but um, with the skill set, maybe you uh, question uh, Cassie's decision a little bit, just uh, because Donato can give you that extra power play time, but uh, in the Stanley Cup, it all comes down to D at the end of the day, and um, Donato is more of an offensive guy. The Bruins have plenty of those, and I think um, not to rationalize the, the decision by any means, but I think that's where they're going right as of right now. Now, obviously, things will change, but I wouldn't uh, say Donato won't see any time in this series at all, maybe just for the first couple games, first few games, depending on um, how the series shapes out. Tim, we we were all disappointed, as I'm sure you were, at their performance uh against Florida on Sunday, um, knowing what, what they had ahead of them if they win, uh, what's your sense for that? I, they didn't didn't seem to play as a team like they have all year. No, and that was the case in the last week of the season. That's more of a microcosm of that than it was their right game as a whole, I believe. And I do think 
I did get a sense they were a little bit tired just uh, watching the game there. And, um, and uh, I think they needed the rest uh, first and foremost. And we'll uh, come Thursday, we'll see um, if, that, uh, if the rest actually helped them a little bit. But I think it was more of a sense that they were just fatigued than anything. Yeah, I know that uh, I've heard some guys like Milbury and some of those announcers talking about it's mental fatigue as much as it's physical. You know, they we talked about this with you back along. Thirty-five games in seventy days is—it's not even fathomable, really. No, and, and uh, they've got to be tired. Yeah, and I think we the best thing about uh, starting Thursday is they get that extra day to. Um, to rest rather than start tonight and um i and uh for any team i think who has home ice this year is going to have an advantage and i think the bruins are no different in this series talking with tim rosenthal from bruins daily and bruinsdaily.com adam mccoy you know they're going to be taking on james van reemsdijk here um and i i, I think they uh I think they had hoped that Brandon Carlo was going to be the guy to kind of deal with him. Obviously, he's not going to be the guy to deal with him. Who do you think is going to have to score up? I mean, the Bruins allowed five power play goals to the Maple Leafs in their four regular season meetings, so they've already struggled with this during the regular season. Yeah, I think it's going to be a a combination of uh, Kevin Miller and Adam McQuay, maybe a little bit of Nick Holden as well, because you know the Chara-McAvoy pairing is going to get the – Matthews line and uh, James Van Riemsdyk. We've seen what he's done in his career against the Bruins, and he's um, I wouldn't call him an X factor per se, but I would uh, I consider him one of the keys to the um, Maple Leafs. Is if he continues his play against the Bruins, as with uh, goalie Frederick Anderson, then I think um, the Leafs uh, have a real good shot of advancing to round one. So. You're going to have, uh, I believe, Miller and McQuaid are going to be uh, are going to be the two defensemen that are really going to have to try to counter Vance Reemsdyke's uh, physicality, and he's a pretty good skater as well for his size, so uh, it won't be an easy task by any means. Tim, has he announced his defensive pairings uh, yet for Thursday? Other than Chara and McAvoy, and we're also seeing Krug and uh, Miller. Pairing, and I believe you're also going to see Holden and McQuay. So I think those are the likely pairings. Now, um, I think come tomorrow at the morning skate and even today's practice, I think we'll have a better idea. But that's why I envision those three uh, defensive pairings there. So you think, again, it looks like Grizzly will, will sit the first game. So, again, more experience for the a playoffs? Bit, yes, yes. And now, and probably given the denial treatment now, um, the same, uh, same thing with Donato. If uh, uh, Holden struggles, then I think you get uh, Grizzlick back in the lineup. But I think it's between him and uh, Holden as the last D spot there. Talk with Tim Rosenthal from Bruins Daily and BruinsDaily.com. Has, uh, do we think that, that Tuca is, is sufficiently sharp enough for the playoffs? Do we think he's well, ready to go? Well, he's more sharp than uh, previous years. He only started He started less than 60 games, which uh, I think uh, going into the season, anyone who thought he'd start less than 60 at this point uh, uh, would only be a good thing. Now, um, having played Sunday, having not had the best week uh, to end the season there, it's a little bit of a concern. And he's going up against a goaltender, as I mentioned, Frederick Anderson, who has the Bruins number. 
Uh, Tuca has done well against the Maple Leafs in his career. We look, uh, just look uh, at the playoffs a few years ago. Yeah, he wasn't all that sharp for a couple games, but he really, I, I believe he really um, helped them win a couple games there as well So and put them in position at least to win the series early on before that uh, miraculous Game 7 comeback. Now, if he challenged that from five years ago, Bruins are going to win the series. But if he starts to flip up a little bit, then it's a little bit of a concern. Talking with Tim Rosenthal from Bruins Daily and BruinsDaily.com. Is this where, um, I, I get a very vibe from this team, like the like the 2009 team that lost to Carolina. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just get that I get that vibe from it for some reason. Is, that a, is there a similar vibe you get from this team? Do you think it's something totally different? Is this a new era? Am I living in the past too much? Well, I can see the resemblance a little bit. Um, you look at the 2019, they had some good veteran leadership while bringing in some, um, uh, injecting some youth in the lineup. And you even had Phil Kessel score 36 goals that year um, in his uh, coming out party before going elsewhere. But, um, yeah, and it's, but it's a different style of play. Uh, uh, obviously, we've talked um, all about uh, the differences between Claude and Bruce Cassidy. And I think um, the Burns have really uh, thrived under Cassidy uh, this year. He's a perfect coach for this team, just like Claude Julian was the perfect coach for that 9 team. Uh, maybe there's a similar run in, in, in uh, getting eliminated early against Carolina, but you look at who they're going to have to face in the first two rounds. It's um, Toronto and probably Tampa Bay. I can't imagine the Devils getting the upset, although I wouldn't be surprised if they did, but in that instance, it would be a little bit different because the Bruins, uh, it's a, uh, they're going into a toss-up in the first round, I still believe, against the Leafs, and uh, the same would be said against Tampa, even though they won 3 or 4. That would easily be a toss-up, so there's a little bit of a difference from that, but um, at the same time, there's some resemblance. I do agree with that. Tim, what are we expecting from uh, Rick Nash? You know, he hasn't played, what did he miss, nine games, something like that? Yep. Um, you know, we you never know when a guy comes back after, after being out like that. Uh, I don't remember him being injury-prone or anything like that during his career. Uh, they, they say this is, what, a concussion? Yeah, it was a concussion. He did confirm that last week um, while he was skating. So, um, he re- um and what we're going to expect here is Rick Nash hopefully to pick up right where he left off. I mean, I, I think he did a decent job in his uh, top six role with David Krejci. And Krejci, uh, um, we looked at the runs that they've had in, in the past, and it all started with uh, Krejci. And yes. what did his power forwards that he had, Nathan Horton and Jerome Ginla during some of those postseason runs. And inserting Rick Nash there, it could help him. But Rick Nash is also going to have to shake up some cobwebs like I am with you guys right now, a little <laughs> bit rusty here. But, um, yeah, he's going to have to pick it up. Otherwise, uh, if um, as my colleague Bob Snow mentioned, and it's five things to watch, which you can find on BruinsDaily.com and um, Boston.com later on in the day, um, if uh, he doesn't pick it up, uh, this could be an early exit. 
which is exactly what we we want to hear, right? Yeah. Hey, remember yeah. when McQuaid last time he was with the the Bruins, he was wearing that that super ugly Bruins starter jacket. Like, do you yeah. think that's going to make the rounds again? Like, I would totally be down for that. Not the uh, starter jacket. No, I do think they're. I don't know if they have any tradition planned, but uh, after a starter jacket, they retired it after the uh, Cup run in twenty eleven. Then they went with the chain, and then I believe they went with the couple of other jackets, like a firefighter jacket and maybe uh, I forget what they had in um, one of the other playoff runs. But it would be nice to see that tradition again. Maybe uh, Ric Flair robe to pass around the locker room. <laughs> hey, Tim, I, I really, like, really like that yeah, idea. That would be, that would be, that would be fantastic. I approve of that. And um, I don't know. I think Tory Krug um, in um, one of the uh, pieces leading up to a Winter Classic a couple of years ago threatened to uh, deliver a rock bottom on one of his opponents t- while talking trash there. So maybe it will be up to him. I don't know. I, I like that. I like that idea. Tim, I want you to know that I've already started my playoff beard. When the game ended Sunday, I started. And there's a pretty substantial rumor at the studio here that our chief – announcer, voice of the B-list, might be going to shave to start a playoff, a brand new playoff beard starting tomorrow. Really? There well, is a possibility. There is a fairly substantial rumor to that effect. Really? So um, I don't know why you wouldn't start today because the playoffs actually start today. Uh, maybe see, well, point. you know, maybe I started at, um, maybe I started at 6.59 tonight. I shaved there that right go. off and then I go from there. That's what I'm thinking. I think that's the way to go. I think that's my that's my. We decision. will send pictures if that happens. Right. You know, we can do that. We we'll can be totally posting those on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be. It'll take a lot. Of, that'll get a lot of hits. I oh yeah. Guarantee oh, you that yeah, for sure. I feel like I think I got you guys speak for uh, a few years now. I mean, I'm probably going to go for my last beer trim today. But other than that, um, I'm. Other than that, you won't see me um, having a uh, trim beard for a while. All right. We're expecting a long run, by the way. Deep. Deep into the playoffs. That's what, that's what I need. And a long series, too, for that matter. Oh, I think it's going to be a seven-game series. And probably the first two series are going to be seven-game series. I, I kind of agree with you on that one. Now, it depends if um, Jersey upsets the um, Lightning there. But um, that's what we live for, right? Oh, I know. God, that's yeah. what the the Stanley Cup playoffs are the best. There isn't any question about that. Even if you don't like hockey, it's still the best. Absolutely. Talking with Tim Rosenthal from Bruins Daily and BruinsDaily.com. Follow him on Twitter for all the uh, hockey action. Um, any uh, any uh, any good places to park down there for the for the playoffs? If anybody uh, goes sliding by, any anything you can suggest, my friend? Well, yes, Constitution Wharf um, has a 12 special Bruins Daily rate for uh, $12. If you um, mention uh, Bruins Daily at the entrance, you'll get your um, rate. You'll get a prepaid rate. You'll get a quick in and out. It's a nice uh, little walk to the garden. And um, you can't beat it. Uh, And most of all, you avoid the construction and the um, (coughs) chaos right outside the garden looking for parking. So that's something we recommend. There used to be a little place right there. I mean, you could see the garden right right across the street almost in this little side place. I used to be able to sneak in there if you get there early and get a place. But what I do now is I get down and leave my cow with my kids, and then we take the tea in. And 
and go back out and hit the road hit the hit the road coming north from there so that's not a bad idea either although post game it can be a little hectic yes yeah trying to get on a car right yeah that's usually how that goes, right? That's my favorite place to park down there because one, you, you Tim's right, like you get to take the walk, you know, over by a, 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 it's one of the hotels, so you get to walk by the hotel, and then you get to walk on the wharf and kind of on the water and go in. It is definitely one of those, um, you know, bring a friend with you, especially if you're nervous. Not that you're going to run into anybody, but if anybody does walk behind you, you'll be scared as hell that somebody's behind you. Like it's one of those deals. Like continental you know, wharf is that what you call yeah, it? Uh, yeah, constitutional wharf. Yeah, constitutional wharf. That's it. That is that is where to be. Tim Rosenthal, Bruins Daily, BruinsDaily.com. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Check him out online. The entire playoffs. Tim, we will talk to you soon. And uh, glad you're feeling better. Glad you're uh, you're back up to snuff. Yeah, thanks, fellas. Talk to you next week. And I do want to send my thoughts and prayers out to um, Humboldt after that tragedy. Oh, I know, boy. Yeah. We're all here for you. I've seen the hockey community uh, come together over this over the past uh, few days. Has been nothing short of outstanding. And oh, the go- that's what makes this sport so good. Leave the sticks out on the porch. Yeah, GoFundMe well, page was is unbelievable. Yeah, that's great yeah. stuff. Timmy, thank you very much. Take See you care. soon, Thanks, Thank you. That's Timmy Rosenthal from Bruins Daily and BruinsDaily.com here on the B List Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network.